Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you don't know, you won't know, but we about to tell you, so it's okay. My name is Dangerous Duke. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And you know who we are. We are the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. Um, so, we got a lot of stuff to get into today, man. This is going to be very, very interesting. Stevie, always good to see you again, my brother. Um, we're going to kick this off, as always, with the wrestler of the pod. You want to take it, or should I take it? Um, it'll be funnier if you take it. Right, it'll be funnier if I right. take it? All right, well, this is a boy of yours, and this is a great wrestler that I like, too. And a lot of y'all should know who this is. Lionel Green. If y'all don't know who Lionel Green is, formerly known as Leo Rush. The man of the hour. The man of the hour. The What is he, 26 now? The 26-year-old piece of gold? This man is a great wrestler. He's a former cruiserweight champion. Former manager to Bobby Lashley, former CZW heavyweight champion, and two-time CZW wire champion. This man is an amazing talent. Like obviously, most people know who he is from mm -hmm. his time in WWE. Mm -hmm. But if you thought he was good there, you should see this man on the Indies because he is tearing it up right now. Tearing it up, tearing it up. He's got a list of names he wants to fight now. Mm -hmm. Now that he's back on the Indies, um, I'm sure he's going to be back in Japan after the challenge is over. Mm -hmm. um, he's fighting next month. Uh, he's yeah. fighting for uh, other wrestler of the pod, Myron Reed, two-time wrestler of the pod. I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now um, he also fought. Um, he fought uh, Pillman Jr. If I'm not mistaken, he right? fought Pillman Jr. He fought Brian Cage recently. So he's he's on a tear, man, and I'm glad he's back. He left WWE, started doing his thing. Yeah, man. I liked him as a rapper, but I like him even more as a wrestler. Oh, definitely. So, definitely. I'm glad he's getting back at it. All right. So let's kick this off with one of our first topics. And I know you're excited for this. So why don't you go ahead and take it? Um, where are we starting? Are we starting uh, ROH? Uh, starting? You want to start ROH? We can start ROH. I'll take the reins on ROH. Um, so they just recently had their final battle pay-per-view. Uh a lot of matches on that card, a lot more than usual. We're just going to go through real quick. Uh, Jonathan Grisham, Jay Lethal, they retained their tag titles against Mark Briscoe and PCO. Yeah, um, Grisham, Grisham and Lethal have been really putting on a show. They carry ROH a lot, mm -hmm. um, but I was, I was kind of excited for PCO to get a tag title because uh, last time we saw PCO he was world champion yeah yeah and that was weird I actually I did not predict Mark Briscoe and PCO as a tag team whatsoever yeah I mean you know what but watching the promos though they kind of they kind of sync up and, oh yeah I mean and the fact that they're both just crazy yeah crazy naturally goes with crazy so so I mess with that um, but yeah sad to see him lose I mean I guess because it's not the Briscoe brothers yeah they just decided eh maybe not well, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure didn't uh didn't um the other Briscoe brother carry a tag title with somebody else? Did he? 
I'm we'd have to look that up. I'm, I, not sure. I'm pretty sure they had one with Bubba. I wouldn't be surprised. Or that might have been the six man tag titles I'm thinking of. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised though. I still would have liked to Bubba see Bubba fits right in with them. Yeah, I, I still would have liked to see Briscoe and PCO actually win. And then Jonathan Grisham as well, man, he's pulling double duty that pay per view. Mm-hmm. He retained his title against another former uh, former member of Villain Enterprises, Flip Gordon. Yeah, won both matches. You never really see that. You never yeah. really see people defend two different titles and come away with both of them. I mean, technically he didn't win. That was just a referee stoppage. The refs okay. had to stop it for Flip Gordon. Um, I think eventually Flip's going to get another shot, and I, I see Flip walking out with the title. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Flip isn't holding a title already. Mm-hmm. For real. Between him or PCO. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, I guess it is what it is. Um, does Flip wrestle anywhere else? Is he just ROH right now? I think right now he's exclusively ROH. Okay. I think I think he's in, like, the same boat as Marty, where he's just ROH exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rush retained his world championship against Brody King. To me, that's no surprise. Thanks Rush so. is kind of ROH at this point. Yeah, for real. I mean, damn, but all of... Unless it's Jay Lethal. All, all, Jay all of Villain Enterprises went down. Yeah, yeah. That's the sad part about it, which is weird, because I swore Marty had a hand in booking, but apparently not anymore. Yeah, no, I think Marty is still stuck overseas. Oh, well, that's right. He is stuck overseas. Yeah, man. In this world, man, Marty's stuck overseas right now. It's not fun. They're making him pay for it. I know Leo Rush was having a little bit of trouble with the overseas stuff because his wife's from England. Oh, right. So right, right, right. his wife is. Yeah. So if he if, and her parents are over there, so if she mm-hmm. if the wife was to go over there, she couldn't come back. Right. So. Right. And that's got to be hard for them because mm-hmm. with Leo doing his thing, he's away because he's on the challenge. Yeah. So he can't really be home. So I guess it would make more sense for her to be over there with her family but mm-hmm. then the complication with it's just gonna the suck that born and getting it back and mm-hmm. leo's kids yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot uh all right so that's pretty much all i have for roh and what's the next topic you want to knock out uh we can head into impact because right. i got some i got some big there's big impact news i know we got to get to but mm-hmm. before we get to that there's small impact news that i found interesting um Smallest thing being that um, now Impact is starting their own Super J Cup. Um, they just really just replaced the letter because uh, they're calling it, it's the Super X Cup, and it's it's coming in January 9th. It's a very original name. It's it's I, I tell you, man, I've never heard any name that sounded like that before anywhere. This they're they're definitely probably gonna get sued. But you know, you know what? It sounds it's, a little too like the original. It's it's very much copying homework. Probably won't be as good as the original. Yeah, but you know what? I guess the difference would be, um, you know, formerly the X Division title was kind of securely cruiserweights, mm-hmm. but they kind of never made it a written rule, so you could really be of any weight class and win the X Division title. So I guess that would be the difference here. Yeah, it's, like it's kind of a cruiserweight tournament, except for the mid carders. We don't have a place for it because we can just throw them in there because there's technically no weight class. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, normally it's the lighter people that are holding the title, but mm-hmm. you you've had your bigger people, like you've had your Kurt Angles, you've had your Samoa Joes mm-hmm. that have carried that title before. So I guess that would be the difference. Um, any picks for who's winning that? 
Um, probably, probably TJP. <laughs> like as much as I don't want it to be TJP, they're probably gonna have to push TJP somehow. Or wait, are, are we allowed to call him TJP? Or, or do we um, have to call him Manic? I feel like they're two different people. All right, well, it's probably going to be Manic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there we go. I'm, I'm going to go TJP with Manic instead of, instead of TJP. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I could think of any other cruiserweight I liked, besides maybe Chris Bay, um, I, don't really, I don't really see anyone else that's like clear winner for an X Division uh, tournament. Because I think Eddie Edwards is involved with Sammy Callahan again. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Young's currently baptizing wrestlers so that they see the light. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy. I don't know. So I, he's I, a, I can't he, he's really. The, he's the Tuesday night messiah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could call him that. Um, so he's he's busy being crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Chris Bay is kind of in the ether, so maybe Chris Bay. Manic's current champion, so I feel like they're just going to put Manic over. Um, maybe maybe Kurt Hawkins? Maybe. Mm. Not Possibly. bad, yeah. Because who else are you really going to pick after that? Hmm. That's like standouting to you. Maybe they got a surprise up their sleeve. Like maybe they'll throw somebody in that we're not expecting, and that will be the person they push up there. Yeah, yeah. They did that with uh, El Fantasma. Yeah. So the maybe. WWE, so. Hey, maybe maybe they can get the We Nominal one back. Yeah. Um. And yeah. so speaking of that, speaking of tournaments in general, they're having their Super X Cup tournament. Um. They're having a women's tag titles tournament because I believe they're bringing them back. I, I don't think they had them for a few years. Um, they took out the knockouts tag titles, so now they're bringing them back and they're having a tournament for that. Um, but they're in the semifinals now. They've got um, one person, defi- they got one team definitely in there for the finals. It's uh, Korea Hogan and Tasha Steels. Mm-hmm. Um, Hogan, I know of Steels, I don't really, I don't really watch. Yeah. But good talent. Um so they're locked in for the final championship match. In the semifinals, who my personal pick to win the whole thing is uh, Jordan Grace and her tag team partner, the legendary Jazz. I would like to see that. Yeah, that's who I would like to see. Win yeah, the whole I, thing. I would like to see that because it adds a little more uh, prestige to the title. If Jazz mm-hmm. can actually win the tag titles, mm-hmm. it'll kind of be like, all right, you got this great talent and then you have this legend in the business mm-hmm. that broke barriers and actually can elevate those tag titles yeah jazz making her return to winning some gold just kind of makes sense for me so i i my pick is jordan grace and jazz i'm also biased because i love jazz and i love jordan grace but it just makes sense and considering in women's tag team titles in general um they just kind of throw teams together yeah, but considering these two have made it, considering these two have made it all the way to the semifinals, and they seem to be the biggest names, because mm-hmm. I don't even really know who they're fighting. Like, I looked at their names and was like, not nah, not really familiar. So, <laughs> like, nah. So, 
No, so I but, feel like I feel like it's just a shoe in for them. Yeah, I, I feel like that's with any company though. When you have like a tag team t- women's tournament, mm-hmm. they just take teams they throw them together. Look at when WWE got the uh, the women's tag titles in mm-hmm. the beginning. Like you had two solid teams that were well three. You had three teams that were official teams. You had Sasha Bailey. Yep. You had the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. You had um, Mandy and Sonya. Yep. Everybody else at that point was like. Oh, and the Iconics. Oh, okay, and the Iconics. Everybody else was like a throw together. Mm-hmm. Like, who was Natty teaming with at that time? See, you, you can't even remember. Yeah, I can't even remember. You had... um. I think she teamed with Beth once, but I don't think it was for the titles. You had... uh, What was it, Carmella and Naomi? Yeah, which... Well, it, it, you know. it, it could work, but it doesn't work. And then right. you had... uh. Naya and Tamina. Neither Which, one. Of, it worked, but I wouldn't put them in a tag team. No? No. I would. I want Tamina to get a singles push. She I don't want to put her in a tag team. She definitely needs a singles push. Just her getting some gold in general, though, is validation. I mean, I, I like, just feel like she needs some validation. Yeah, I, I like the tag team she's got now with Naya. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to be good, but hey. Yeah, Shayna and I are, are really mixing together, even though I felt like um, they'd have brought the other horsewomen up by now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with that, but... We saw them for a minute in Raw Underground, and then they just disappeared again. They're um, not even on NXT anymore. They I, I used can't... to have standard NXT matches. We, we're going to be talking about uh, so, Raw Underground on one of these pods, but that's for another day. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, so Jordan Grace and Jazz are my shoe in to win mm-hmm. the new I, knockouts tag titles. I will concur. I, w- I will agree with you on that. I believe that's definitely going to happen. And seeing as how the beautiful people haven't been on Impact in forever, mm-hmm. um, I feel like they might be the new tag standard. Yeah. Just two jack kick, jack chicks kicking ass. Mm-hmm. They're going to kick Excited names and take ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then uh, we got the big news. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was excited for this. So we have a mini reunion Mm -hmm. of the Bullet Club. Kenny Omega has reunited with the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers. And he is going to take on Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, Talk about a match. I'm very, very excited to see. Yeah, this looks like a beautiful match on paper. (laughs) It felt like the NWO was reuniting. But yeah, like in the two thousands when they could wrestle, not like TV casual now where it's oh, like, yeah, all right, no. the old guys on. The yeah, show. like no, we don't we don't want to see Scott Hall take a bump. But it felt it felt really cool. Um, it started with Rich Swan coming at uh, Luke, I believe, over cheating to win. No, uh, he he came at Carl. He came at Carl. Yeah, he came at Carl over and cheating then to win, doing mm-hmm. the whole good guy. You don't need to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Carl was like, well. You know, F you. Yeah, Carl wasn't having it. They started going at it. And then Luke came in. Mm -hmm. Then the machine guns came in. And then Kenny came in. It was funny because Kenny's in the back, like. He was like, like, you're right. The champ does do what he wants. He does do what he wants. And he got up. Don Callis was. Don, hold this. Don Don was back there trying to, like. What are you going to do? Explain it. It was like, you know, Rich, Rich, you know, the top champs just think they can do what they want. He was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. The top champs do do what they want. What are you doing? Don't come back. I'm doing what I want. Just hold the title. <laughs> right. right. Now, that whole, everything they're doing with Kenny right now on Impact is great. I love it. Yeah, I really like the promo and 
Um, every every time he just sits in the trailer, just he's yeah. just chilling in the trailer with some champagne and his title and Don Callis and. And involving the Motor City Machine Guns is perfect because who better? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who better styles to clash with? Yeah, because um, you figure no pun intended because that's Impact Styles Clash. Impact <laughs> up. Anyway, throwing in corny jokes when you can. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it just it just it fits perfect because Rich Swan meshes well with Motor City Machine Gun style and I Kenny want, and the I Bullet wanna, Club. I'm not even excited for like the tag portion of the match. I just want to see how Swan and Omega go at it with each other. I feel like they got a good style and a good chemistry where they can mix very well. I feel like they could have some good matches, but I feel like ultimately Swan isn't believable up against Omega. No, I think it's more technical. Like technical? Yeah, you I think, think they're I, gonna go technical. I think those. No, I mean like if they just had a one-on-one match, like mm. they both can fly, they both can do that stuff. Yes. But I think they're both great technically. Yeah. So yeah, I believe that their match is definitely gonna be a like, a, what the word? Um, like a technical, like not stalemate, but it's gonna be like a clinic. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. going to be technical, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I, do you feel like it's going to be technical in the same way that um, O'Reilly is technical? Or do you feel like like Thatcher and Ciampa are technical? Like where it's like rough? Oh, it'll, yeah. I, 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 like I would, it'll I would like say more Ciampa and, and Thatcher where it's rough. Okay. Because Kenny's strong style is definitely going to help. Yeah, because I mean, I don't Swan, think Rich is flying all around. The yeah, because Swan's way. not as—he—he's not the toughest guy in, in the room, but he can definitely take a bump and make a bump look good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like it'll be more like rough and tough than it will like actual technicality, like Kyle O'Reilly, Kurt Angle type technical. Do you think they're going to be making Bullet Club hand signals the whole match? I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I, I believe Do you think they they're going to get a cease and desist. I believe they could, cause I mean they're on the indies. They can they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Good Brothers couldn't really do it in WWE without getting permission first. Yeah, and you know what, Kenny Kenny mentioned Bullet Club when he was announcing mm-hmm. the three on three. Do you think um, Japan is going to be okay if they? Uh... I believe Japan will be okay with it, just because he's a former leader of the Bullet Club. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, he never really burned a bridge with New Japan. Yeah, I would hope that they would. Want I feel to like they're start gonna, doing interbrand, but like I don't know why they haven't jumped in on it. I think they're going to. Yeah, but I, I say twenty twenty one. It's gonna happen. I feel like they should. I feel like it's good for pretty much any wrestling business, including WWE at this point, to just kind of join in because WWE is definitely they're, I mean, they're, they're not gonna do it. They're they're always late to the party I feel like on it's everything. Beneficial. You know what I mean? They're always late to the party on everything. I think the last time they let a wrestler make an appearance for another company mm-hmm. while under contract, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it was Christian. When Christian went back in like 20, 2011 or 2012, he didn't go back for anything. He just went back, did an in-ring thing, and like, oh. like the interview and left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like how Billy came back for the whole uh, DX thing. Oh yeah, okay. Well, Billy came back for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but then, so that's, I, I like think that's the off. last time they let an actual wrestler that was on their staff mm-hmm. at the time go to another company, which was weird because he was it was Impact number one and two. He was the Intercontinental Champ at that time, mm. so that was just a weird thing. He was better off in Impact. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that he was the that was the Christian we needed in WWE, and they didn't want to give us. Back. 
But you know, it they is. They were a couple years too late with that. It is what it is, though. But it's definitely going to be a good. Uh, it it actually really made me want to buy the pay per view. Yeah, it definitely did. Uh but like you said earlier, I I think Japan in 2021 will be jumping in on this and mm-hmm. they'll be doing their thing. I would hope so. And I feel like it's gonna be God and Bad Luck Fale as like the first people to mm-hmm. come to over. To come over. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the big thing though is if they do this exchange where um, Impact people get to come over to AEW. What is going to happen? Because the Young Bucks haven't recently been associated with Omega. So what happens um, when they reach some sort of odds and then the Good Brothers show up? Cody. Cody? Use Cody. Do you think Cody diffuses the situation? I think Cody tries to, and then him and Kenny start doing something again. Mm. And then it'll it'll be Young Bucks and Cody, Against. Good Brothers and Omega. That's what I feel like is going to happen. I and feel like it needs to happen. You know what we need to happen? Because I feel like Omega doesn't need the Bucks. If we're going to have Bullet Club going at each other, somehow, someway, we need to get WWE on the phone and get them in. <laughs> get them in on this because you, you have... Two of the best people to come from Bullet well, they Club. They would be totally missing out. They would have two of the best you people know what? from the, Bullet Club. The best thing to do. And <laughs> argue, arguably the best leader of Bullet Club. The best thing to do would have that three on three. And then if you have the three people from WWE crash the party. Wait, do they have three people right now? Or do they, they have, have Adam Oh, they Cole, do have three. Yeah, they do ben have three. Ballard, I forgot about AJ Adam. Styles. I forgot about Adam. That would be a fun uh, nine, nine person uh, triple threat tag match. Mm-hmm. That definitely would. You you could have Cody and the Bucks represent AEW, mm-hmm. the Good Brothers and Omega representing Impact. You could have AJ Finn, Adam represent WWE. Get New Japan on the phone because then you could have God mm-hmm. and. Bad luck, Fale represent Japan, and you got this. You got like a twelve man. They'd never do it though. Oh, but just they, just think they, how they, good they that sounds. Because yes, I'm looking at you and you're smiling, and I'm looking amazing. at myself in the mirror and I'm smiling. But they would never do it. They that that is it. that just sounds beautiful. Vince doesn't like money as much as we think he does. <laughs> Bullet Club battle to the that's death. That's money right there. That's money. Or you know what he would be. He God, would, who goes over he would start in that? To do it. He would who start goes to do over it. in that situation though? You know what he would start to do it, and this is why Vince wouldn't do it because he would start to do it, and then he would back out when they wouldn't let him win. They God, win. yeah, like who goes over in that situation? <laughs> he would be like, you know what, we have to win, or we're not doing it. <laughs> Just to put WWE over because Vince can't take losses. God, I, I don't even know who I would want to win I would in put that situation. The Good Brothers over. I like Cody and the Bucks, but uh, God, but you got AJ, you got AJ, you, you do got have Finn, AJ, Finn, and, and Adam. Adam. Like, how does that? How do you not get them over? Uh, you're right. That's tough. You're right. You're right. The bull, bull, bull. They can beat Cody uh, and the Bucks. God, that this, this is a they whole. They can nothing. beat Cody and the Bucks, and then Kenny and the Good Brothers can beat them. 
I just don't think G.O.D. is getting over. Oh, yeah, no. They're going to be the spot people. I feel like they're going to be a very big, like, tag team. Like, they're t- tag team, technically, they're going to be amazing. They can run through the Bucks. They can run through whatever tag team they decide to go with for WWE. And they probably could run through the Good Brothers. But I feel like the leaders of the pack. I was going to say, yeah, any any two people, they, they're running through them. But when it's all three... Mm-hmm. That's when it gets tough. Hey, I don't know. All right, so you have one leader for Impact, which would be Omega. Mm-hmm. AEW's leader, Cody. Definitely. WWE's leader. Let's just go AJ. Let's go AJ. All right, let's just because it don't really matter at this point. Let's just go AJ. New Japan. Fale. I guess so. Anybody but uh, Switchblade. Please, please not Switchblade. I would throw in Yujiro uh, Takahashi before uh, Switchblade. Yeah, because you know what? I feel like they would try to push for Switchblade. No. But I feel like all the actual leaders of Bullet Club would be like, no way. Yeah, no. I, I'd, just, ra- I'd rather see the Tokyo Pimp in there. Y'all just laid Switchblade on them. <laughs> like, yeah, like nobody was nobody expecting Nobody wanted that. Switchblade to be the leader of Bullet Club. People that didn't even know Bullet Club just looked at the, f- the former leaders and were like, one of these things is not like the other. Something don't look right here. Yeah, y'all just threw Switchblade into Bullet Club. That didn't make any sense. Don't do Switchblade. No. I'd rather see the Tokyo Pimp in there as the captain. <laughs> I would love that. That'd be hilarious. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, now we're going to jump. Uh, let's jump we'll over jump. to AEW. Sting is out here defending people, man. Is he really, though? Is he defending or is he just scaring people off? I don't know. He's doing a little bit of both. So for those of you guys who don't know, Team Taz came out and they were going to jump Cody. Mm -hmm. Specifically, they said they were going to whoop his ass. Mm -hmm. And all you hear is just Sting's music hit. The snow starts falling. Sting just walks out, not saying a single word. Pulls the bat out from his jacket. And then, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh... Will Hobbs. Yeah. Will, Will, Will Hobbs is sitting there jumping at him, jumping at him. Sting pulls the bat out. He just backs up real quick. Team Taz walks through the one entrance. Sting just looks at Cody, gives him that wink, and then walks right back through the other entrance. So I, he's, out, he's out here protecting Cody, man. And he's just giving him that little wink like, yeah, son, I'm still here. This is young boy. That's his young boy at this point. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm still here, son. Don't worry. That's his, that's his young boy. That's his young boy. This I guy. like it though. He's he's, Darby. he's playing he's playing some mind games with Cody in the process. Like yeah, I'm, I'm protecting you. I'm still here, but don't forget about me. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm glad they're giving Taz as big of a push as they are though. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always thought Taz could be in a very more prominent role than he is. Yeah, Taz um, is def- he's definitely uh very underrated and underutilized what's sad since is, ECW. What's sad though is I don't know how much I like the group they're surrounding him with. I I don't but, really like the group itself. The only person I like in the group is Brian Cage. Yeah, exactly. Uh Ricky Starks was okay. I mean he he's there. He talks good. I just don't think he belongs with Taz. Yeah, like he he's there. Like, and then um who else was uh, Will Hobbs? I I don't see the reason I of still putting. Don't like Will Hobbs. I don't. 
I liked him at first, but I'm starting to not see the reasoning of putting Will Hobbs with Taz. I don't, I don't see it. Like, as a face, yeah, sure. He reminds, he he reminds me a little bit of Big E. Big E that don't talk. I was just good. about to say that he's like a bad Big E. Yeah, he, he's a Big E that doesn't talk good, and that's okay. You keep him a face. You work on his mic skills. You let him do his face thing. Because you know, I was liking Which him as a face. Generally, is probably what they should have did. And then you just you turned him heel. Me personally, I feel like they turned him heel way too soon. Because mm-hmm. not a lot of people knew who he was. Mm-hmm. He was there what? Fucking eight weeks. They turned him heel. Yeah, one more than two months. Yeah, like. He he, he, he was he was in the battle royal. We talked about him for like three weeks, and then he turned heel. I don't I don't see the point of him going know. heel at all. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, I still don't like him. I'm and starting to not like him. Like there there he's starting to get stale for me. Because you know what? It's it's the same thing with Apollo Cruz. But the sad part is, Apollo Cruz seems to have more in ring talent. Because my whole thing is Apollo with Apollo Cruz was, yeah, the guy's good, but who is Apollo Cruz? Like, what? Why do I have to care about Apollo Cruz? Yeah, because he really has no character. And that's why I'm having this thing with Will Hobbs. Like, because he, he doesn't he showed him to us out of nowhere. Yeah, he's next to John Moxley all of a sudden, but I don't know why I should care about this guy. Because and then, he's big. He, like, was, he was next to John Moxley, exactly. and then they moved him from John Moxley to Cody. And that was it. But I was like, every time you moved him, I was like, I still don't see why I should be caring about this person. They should have left him on dark for a little bit. They should have left him on dark. They should have let him establish his name organically so that people knew who he was instead of just shoving him next to all these all-stars. I, I will say this, though. he I give him a little bit more of an edge than Apollo because at least he's got some type of a nickname. Like Will Power, Will Hobbs. It's not the greatest nickname, but... <sighs> I get it, you know, willpower. Like I, I can get if it. If you if you give yourself a nickname when you show up, is it really a nickname? Well, I don't think he was calling himself willpower. Okay. I think um, uh, Tony Schiavone was. Okay. Okay. I don't think he started calling himself willpower. I think the announcers did. But I, I will give him that slight edge over Apollo. But they're they're the same person. Yeah. I just I just need to. I just need to see more. Oh, oh definitely. I'm not, I'm just you, not you need to see more. He's got to work more. He still has a lot he's got to work on. Yeah. And then you got uh, Matt Hardy in Private Party. What do you think of his tandem, by the um, way? I think they're cruising towards breaking up, and I'm very, very for it. Because I've said since I saw Matt Hardy with Private Party... He does not belong with them. He make yeah, it makes no type of sense. And I, I I was watching this week and I was kind of in my head going over, all right, well, why would they ever even put Matt Hardy with private party? Yeah, it's like you're taking Dean Ambrose from WWE and putting him with the Street Profits. And you know what I, I the conclusion I came to was they were probably looking at all their tag teams. Jurassic Express was a hit as soon as he saw Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, the guns are the guns. It's kind of easy. The bucks are the bucks. Easy. SCU, easy. Mm-hmm. So they probably looked at private party and was like, they're not believable against everyone else. So we need to put someone with them. Which is ridiculous. That makes them a little more established. And for whatever reason, 
They said Matt Hardy. I would have much rather. I would have rather seen Gold Dust. I would have rather seen Dustin. But you know what? Dustin has an established tag partner. I would have. Yeah, I know. But I, I would have rather seen Dustin. At least Dustin could have been funny with them. But and and I but, but to say to say that Private Party doesn't fare well against those guys, they're basically the Street Profits. The Street mm-hmm. Profits are the best. Uh, one of the but top you know two I best tag teams. That, I think that attributes to it too because um, they already come off as a fake Street Profits. Mm-hmm. They're already in there with tag teams that are very established because you have Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. Mm-hmm. You have the Bucks. You have LAX. Like the more that you have best friends who is is, is in a sense a comedy act, but they're, they're also... Very talented indie mm-hmm. stars who work very well as a tag team. Yeah. So everyone's pretty much believable as champions except for Private Party. So I understand the thinking in putting someone with Private Party to make them more believable as champions. I just don't agree with Matt Hardy being that guy. What about your boy from Impact? What boy? Um... The one of the, who are the people that just left the Rascals? Yeah, uh, the guy from the Rascals, the one who didn't go to WWE. Oh, um, um, I got uh, Trey Trey Miguel. Yeah, what about Trey Miguel? Um, going to private party. Mm-hmm. You yeah, think, you think that but would I, work, or would you rather see Matt? See, here's my thing, right? Um, I'd rather see anybody but Matt. That's my thing. I feel you, but here's like again, here's. Here's my thing. I feel like Trey Miguel is a little more serious than Private Party. Okay. Like, Private Party's fun. Well, we got to find and some. funny. We got to find party. somebody that fits Like, Trey there. Miguel isn't exactly party. He's like, he's funny because he's high. <laughs> And private parties not. <laughs> See, okay, but here's the thing. He's funny in the way that uh, Matt Riddle is funny. Okay. Matt Riddle is funny because he's a bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's it's this gimmick. He's like RVD but white, like really white. <laughs> I was gonna say. Is, is, I was gonna say is RVD, RVD is not white. white? He's not really white. Like Matt Riddle's like really white. Okay. So he's funny in the way that he's a bro. Like he's he's high and he probably serves and it's hilarious. But in the ring, like he's serious. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal. Yeah. In the same way that RVD, if you knew RVD in real life, is yeah. Like he's he's he gets high a lot and he's very funny. Mm-hmm. But in the ring, like he means business. Private party is kind of like really like gimmicky like they rely heavily on on their gimmick the gimmick of being party animals okay and it's too out there to mess with someone who just i, I like maybe i'm just really good like maybe you like me as a person not because i have a gimmick maybe they'll uh to find a third person maybe they could have did starks they could have did Starks. I feel like Starks would fit in perfectly. Yeah, because... I was thinking if you were going to get a veteran, the only veteran that makes sense to me is the Godfather. 
Hmm. But I do agree with Ricky Starks. What about... Ricky uh, Starks makes sense. I was going to say, what about... uh, What about Seidel? Matt Seidel? Mm Mm-hmm. Is he a party animal? He's a pothead. (laughs) (laughs) Are we not going with people that are high? I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) We have to go with drinkers. (laughs) We have to go with drinkers. We can't. We can't go with potheads. Potheads already had their own group. They were the rascals, and they just <laughs> broke up. All right, so we're going with drinkers. You got to go with people that are drinkers. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. Or you know what? Fuck it. I'll say it. Uh, well, Jeff's in WWE, so we can't do that. <laughs> we can't do Jeff. Um, we can't do Jeff. Sandman ain't looking the greatest right now. Oh, no. And he's not He's not getting with it. They, they party very differently than Sandman does. <laughs> uh... God, what's Danny Doring doing? Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. Go, uh, Godfather is the only one that makes sense to me. All right, go get the Godfather. He's the only one. Somebody, He's some, the only one still wearing gold and dancing in his entrances. Somebody call up Charles and get him an <laughs> AEW. He's the only one that makes sense. All right. Uh, moving on, we got NXT. Karrion Cross has returned. Mm-hmm. And they're starting him off hot. He's got a match with Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. This is great for me. Like I, I like Cross. I like Priest more just because I'm a Priest fan. Yeah. Um, but this match looks interesting. You got two gimmicks that are that can somewhat clash with each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're both kind of darky. Yeah, they, they both got the darkness going on. Uh, I want to see what happens. What do you think of this feud? Um, I think it's a good start for Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Because you can't throw him back in where you had him. Yeah, like he, he can't go right back to the world. Title. Obviously, the injury is going to take him back a couple steps mm-hmm. um, because he had just won the belt and had to give it up. So you need to give him an established guy so that he doesn't lose his importance. I, I think um, and someone that clashes well with his style. So I think it's I think it's a great first choice. Um, I think they could run it for a good a good three months, mm-hmm. which is enough time because Mania is around the corner. So they 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 got enough time to really run this right. Um, I like it because you can't keep Priest in the North American title uh, picture for that long. I still want Leon uh, Leon Ruff to get over. Mm-hmm. So you can't have Damian Priest just bullying his way in there the whole time. Yeah, he lost the match. You got to move on. Mm-hmm. And Cross is the perfect person to elevate Priest as a talent, as uh, more of a main event guy. Yeah. And Cross uh, has a good starter, so he doesn't lose where he's at. So mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I think it's going to be good. I think this feud is is going to be good. I feel like hopefully Cross doesn't have the same thing happen to him that happened to Finn Balor on the main roster. What do you mean? Like where he won the title, got injured. And then when he came oh, back, I totally forgot about yeah, him. and he just lost steam. I feel like the best—I don't, I don't think so. I feel like the best thing that happened to him during this injury is that it happened in NXT. Yes. So even yes. though even if he goes back, they can rebuild him back up the right way. I feel like that was the biggest part of Finn losing his importance. Yeah, because it, it that injury had it happened in NXT, I feel like it wouldn't have been as big as as you know big of a loss to Finn. But happening on the main stage where they just gave you the reins mm-hmm. and 
Vince is still waiting for you to prove yourself. Because I feel like if I feel like had that injury not happened, he won that at what SummerSlam. Yeah, Balor would have easily had the title to at least the Royal Rumble. Absolutely, because he would have he, he would have held that for a while. I think Balor would have had that at at least till the Rumble, maybe Mania. Yeah, they strapped the jetpack on him because uh, was that the year that Nakamura won the Rumble? I don't know because who who had the belt after Finn Kevin Owens? Uh, yes. And who did Kevin Owens go? No, Kevin lost it to Goldberg at uh. Oh right. And then Goldberg they, they won it. Yeah, Goldberg won it from Brock. Yeah, okay, so yeah, Goldberg yeah. won it from Brock. Nakamura won that Rumble because and the, he fought AJ. He fought AJ. Yeah, so I I feel like what would have happened was Finn might have had it till Mania. Mm-hmm. And the match we would have got was Nakamura Finn, and then and then we might have got an AJ. I don't know. No, yeah. See, so AJ might not have been in the main event at that time. Yeah, or AJ would have won the Royal Rumble instead. Yeah, see, even better. You would have had. Because I feel like the Goldberg Brock thing was gonna happen regardless. Yeah, see, so you you would have had a uh, AJ. You would have had AJ Finn at Mania mm-hmm. instead of. A year later at the Survivor Series, mm-hmm. um, but so hopefully they can actually have Cross do some good, mm-hmm. win against Priest, elevate Priest a little bit. Uh, I want to see him run roughshod on NXT again. Cross. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to see him just bully his way through NXT. I feel like that's the only way it's gonna be believable. And you honestly, what I would do, I'm I'll have him bully his way through NXT. And you know how they like to send people down to NXT? After he beats everyone down there and says who's left for him? Mm-hmm. Darkness hits. The smoke hits the floor. Alistair Black pops oh, up from the ground. That would be amazing. <laughs> because Alistair honestly. Black versus Cross? Yeah, because I feel like, honestly, where the hell is Alistair Black? Mm-hmm. I feel like Alistair definitely fits with Karrion Cross. And... Um, I don't know where Alistair is, man. Because um, you can have. Do you mean in the sense of creative, or do you mean in the sense of character? I'm both. Like the character, not so much because. Well, yeah, the character too, because he's still doing that one eye thing. The Messiah's mm-hmm. not here no more. Why are you wrapping an eye patch? Or at least last we seen, you had an eye patch. Mm-hmm. It's been. I feel like it's been months since we've seen him. I feel like the character needs a reboot. Go back to the um, old character. There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with it. And I think that's the whole reason he should come back to NXT because the original character had nothing wrong with it. The original character was on its way to being um, a world champion. A descendant of a, not only a world champion, but like a um, a descendant of The Undertaker in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, to where it, things almost felt like. Um, it almost felt like a dead man walking. Yeah, because even even when he got to the main roster and they did the little tag team thing with Ricochet and they broke up that tag team, mm-hmm. even when he was doing the knock on my door and come pick a fight with me thing, that's that was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. He didn't fight as much, but mm-hmm. I feel like you could do that. You could have mm-hmm. Karrion Cross do his TikTok thing, mm-hmm. like the hourglass with the sand. Mm-hmm. And then Alistair just pops up from the ground and says, I'm tired of waiting of people trying to knock on my door. Now I'm knocking on your door. Mm. And then I feel like... Reverse it. And they could have have their feud. I dig it. I dig it. And I feel like Alistair coming back 
there's a lot of potential main event matches for him. You Karrion Cross, mm-hmm. Damian Priest, Tommaso Ciampa, to name a few. It just yeah. God, him and him and Balor would be pretty good too. Him and Balor. Just everyone that's ha, in, has he fought everyone Adam? that's in black and claiming to be a badass. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say, has he fought black. Adam yet? Um, has he fought Adam? Cool. Well, even if he hasn't, even if he's fought Adam already, God sakes, Kyle O'Reilly's yeah. doing his thing. Pete Kyle Dunn. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. Well, but, that's um, well, that's up next anyway. So yeah, next topic but, we got is Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor too. <laughs> For the NXT Championship. Are they finally going to give Kyle O'Reilly the belt? I, I want them to. Is it time? You know how much I love Finn Balor, man. Finn Balor's probably my favorite wrestler right now. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly's getting close to it. Um, I am ready for Kyle O'Reilly to be my champion. Mm-hmm. We need to see We need to see another Arab boy get the title. And I'm so excited that they're not doing the evolution thing where you can't be bigger than the leader. Yeah, like they're, they're actually like a they're cohesive Adam, unit. Yeah, Adam's like completely behind Kyle O'Reilly getting this belt. Well, yeah, I wouldn't break up the I wouldn't break up the Arab boys at all. I mean, there's some groups that are you see them together and they're like eventually you got to break them up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't break them up. Like they even if you put them on the main roster, I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. because you. I feel like whatever show they go on, it would have to be opposite the Hurt business. Eventually, somewhere down the line, the Hurt Business and the Arab Boys are going to clash with each other. But I, I'm ready to see the second match, and I want to see O'Reilly get the belt. I want to see it, man. I want to see it. I think him and Pete Dunne had a really great match. Um, Kyle O'Reilly just they has work. great matches. Bro, they work so well together, him and Pete Dunne, because they both can take an ass whooping. So I'm, I'm, man, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Definitely. I'm I, ready I feel, to see O'Reilly be my champ. I feel like... If he doesn't win this one, they're going to have a third match, and he's going to win the third match. But mm-hmm. I think he wins the second one, and they have a third match. Yeah, maybe he wins the NXT WrestleMania one. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't win this one. But I feel like they've kind of written it on the walls that it's inevitable that Kyle O'Reilly is going to hold the NXT World Championship. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in the back of everybody's head now. Yeah. So it ends with him being Pete Dunne, who we actually said was the only other really candidate. Yeah, we did. That made sense. Yeah, for the title, because that pretty they, they much pretty at this much point, yeah. everyone else. Yeah, because you got Balor. <laughs> Priest was like option C, but obviously he started doing this thing with carrying mm-hmm. Cross. Mm-hmm. So you know you got you got Priest and Cross as like a safety net in case mm-hmm. the Dunne and O'Reilly thing don't work. You could always throw Adam Cole back up there, but you know Adam Cole's established everything already. Mm-hmm. He's def- he's probably going down as I'll say the greatest champion NXT's had as far as like en- as far as like any title goes. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely a this is definitely a good match to see, and I'll call it now. I got O'Reilly taking this one. I got O'Reilly. I got O'Reilly. I'm just saying the next pay per view, man. Our our predictions are going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. I feel like we're agreeing on a lot of stuff. Uh, all right, so next on the docket, we got some WWE stuff. I wanted to talk to you about this real quick. What do you think about McIntyre's second run as the champ? You think it's better than the first? You think it's just as good, or are you not, are you not feeling his second run? Um, do you remember the old WWE draft where 
um, I think it was the one where Finn was picked first. Um, where they had kind he was, of he split was the first the NXT in the pick. draft. Mm-hmm. And um, Ambrose was champ on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh... Do you remember the feeling you had those first three months of like, yeah, it's cool, he's champ, finally, but I kind of like... I'm not over the moon about it. Yeah. Like, when he first won the title, we were like, all right, yes, this man got the title. This is what we wanted. Mm -hmm. He had a solid, like, two months. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it just flatlined. And eventually, AJ took the belt from him. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling very deja vu right now. (laughs) I didn't... Like, your your initial run was great. And then you have the Randy thing that they, they kind of took too long to do. And then he, you lost Randy and then you went back. Like real, like real quick. And now it's kind of like, all right, what's next? Honestly. Q and AJ Styles. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even realize that we've had this situation before with AJ and a stale champion. AJ kind of cleans up the mess. Like yeah, that's kind of that's kind of his role. All right, let's bring in our safety net. We yeah. Just bring AJ in, and that, have, that's have AJ why I do say that's why I've been saying um, hmm. for the longest time that AJ is the new Cena. Like hmm. AJ is the face that runs the place. When all else fails, AJ Styles. Dang, you know what I just it realized? Just works. AJ Styles is AJ Styles may win that title, correct? Yes. We're getting a little closer to uh, a certain legend returning from injury. Mm. What if what, what if that sets mm. what if that sets up WrestleMania? I would rather that legend than Drew McIntyre. So would I. In all seriousness, I would way, way prefer that other guy. <laughs> I would way, way, way more prefer AJ Styles. And you know what? Are you, are you, so did The Undertaker. So, hmm. <laughs> you, know you think you know me when when I say what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think I know you. I think I know you. I think we're starting to see clearly everything's coming to light. Um, but yeah, this, if, this if, is Jabber interrupting. Do you guys want pizza? I think I want a pizza. Yeah, we okay. want pizza. Okay. Right, go back to your podcast. Okay. Pizza during <laughs> the podcast. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> we are not taking that out. We're leaving that in there. Yeah, we're leaving that in there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would like this. I would like to see that happen. If we can get a mania match with uh, the smile on my face, I'm gonna be over the fucking <laughs> if they do that. Hopefully, shit. I just spoke it into existence. Do you think he existence. comes back at the Rumble again? That would be all. That just entered like, my head. I'm just saying yeah. that was a great way to start 2020. That could be a hell of a way to start 2021. I'd lose my shit again. Absolutely. Anytime, anytime his music you hits. You thought I was happy when he fought Taker. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. I can't wait. We just can't do the Styles Clash. That would scare me too much. Yeah, yeah, we cannot do the And considering let, former injuries. Yeah, let, let's uh, let's just stick with the phenomenal we're gonna, we're gonna form. Get, we're going to stick with the phenomenal form. As much as I love the Styles Clash, we would have to ban it because that's just well, not. Honestly, I don't know. Well... It depends on how he's going to hit the Styles Clash. Just Edge don't, would have to advocate for it. Please do not. All I'm going to say is please do not do the James Ellsworth thing. Please don't tuck your fucking chin. Yeah, like, like as I said, like don't do the James Ellsworth thing. Yeah. But I can understand. Like, after watching that and hearing everybody talk about it, 
I can understand why Ellsworth did that because for almost every other move in wrestling, you tuck your chin. You tuck your chin and yeah. the styles clash. Okay, okay, do you want to be like super nerds right now? Yeah, okay, let's go. So for those of you who don't know, um, like we said, in most wrestling moves, you take the move by tucking your chin. Mm -hmm. The Styles Clash is the one move where you absolutely do not fucking do that. Mm -hmm. It's the total opposite of every other move, yeah. which is why it's the which is why it's so impressive because it's it's the move looks devastating, mm -hmm. and the only way to really take the move badly is to tuck your fucking chin. Yeah. So it's different in every other move because the way you take it is. Doing um, you ba you basically the opposite of yeah what instead of tucking your in, in, instead of tucking your chin you basically just extend your chin like and point your chin up exactly if if taking you, the move and you is, take that bump pretty much like on your stomach you your stomach and your to, knees you pretty much have to fight all your regular wrestling impulses mm -hmm. to take the move which is why Vince didn't want the move. Um, when you first got yeah, here. Yeah, because he was doing the uh, he was doing the phenomenal form and the mm -hmm. calf crusher. And the demo god had to advocate for him mm -hmm. doing the move. Yeah. Um, because it's a great move. It's a legendary move. Yeah, people know him for it. Like you've seen in the Rumble when he went to hit that move on uh, everyone Roman. Who, everyone and he just the did this thing. Mm -hmm. The fans went crazy. And then yeah, somebody for, either flipped him or got out of it. For wrestling fans that have been watching for a long time, not just WWE, when Michelle McCool was doing the Styles Clash, mm -hmm. people first saw it and was like, oh shit, she's doing the Styles Clash. Yeah. So. She also did a very well uh, rendition she, of that. Yeah, she did a, she did a, what did she call it? The Faith Breaker? I believe Is that so. What it was called? I believe she so. The Faith Breaker, yeah. Um, but she yeah, had a cross it's, on an, it's a very, it's a very iconic move because you pretty much fight all your regular impulses to take mm -hmm. it. Um, but thankfully, they thankfully they got that back. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie; it would be scary to see Edge take that bump. Yeah, but let's I just, would just I would just for safe. Yeah, let's just, just stick, for safety reasons. We we can stick with the forearm and the calf crusher just because mm -hmm. Edge has his own submission now as well. Mm -hmm. And it would be, you know, what I would do if if AJ can't do it because I feel like Edge. Because Edge is such an avid wrestling fan, mm -hmm. would want to would want to Ed, take the Styles Clash. Edge would probably push for it, and I would respectfully decline. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know what we can do instead is AJ can take it, and, and you can and like he can pretend to do it, and you can reverse it, and AJ can take the Styles Clash. Mm -hmm. But you under no circumstances can take the Styles Clash. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody give AJ the Styles Clash before, which would make it a very very cool. Cause I'm, I'm I'm trying to think back to Impact. I I think the only person that might have done it, and I'm not even a hundred percent that they have done it, would be Kurt Angle. Because mm. I don't remember. I don't. I don't ever remember Sting doing it. I don't ever remember Joe doing it. Mm. I don't even think I've seen Christopher Daniels do it. Yeah, I don't even think Christopher Daniels or Kazarian have done it. Like they might have done it to other people, but mm -hmm. I don't think they've done it to him. Mm -hmm. Kurt might be the only one, and I don't even think Kurt did it. But uh, definitely having. That match out of WrestleMania would be beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Just for that, let's have AJ win the title. Stamping <laughs> yeah. it right now. AJ, yeah, you yeah. win the title. AJ, a title on AJ Styles is never bad anyway. Yeah, no. there's ne and There has never the been a bad reign. of terrible title reigns. When they don't have anyone to put the belt on, when they don't have anybody for somebody to fight, when a championship reign isn't going well, they call in AJ Styles. God, I feel like that's... Uh... I feel like that's late 2000s Triple H on SmackDown. It is, though. 
it is the he's he's the new John Cena. All right, this Jeff, John some shit we planned out isn't working. Can you come save the day? All right, That's this, AJ Styles. this Jeff Hardy and CM Punk World Heavyweight Title reign isn't working. <laughs> come save us. Let's go. Let's go, Hunter. Which I guess I guess I guess for certain wrestlers that will be a kiss of death, but also. AJ has a way of elevating people yeah, when he does it. Also, you have your kind of your best matches with AJ Styles. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Drew behind the scenes, even though he probably doesn't know he's losing the belt yet, is over the moon about fighting AJ Styles in a TLC match. We are over the moon too because probably you are losing that title. Yeah, unless your name is Roman Reigns, you're probably losing to AJ Styles. Yeah. I mean, sorry. We're gonna talk about Roman Reigns uh, later on, but I also want to talk about Carmella's return. Mm. Now, this was kind of odd to me. I'm not over the moon to see Carmella. Like we, the have women, we ever been? The women's division needs help. Yeah, sure. But uh, and she and she's another body you can throw in there. Mm. But something's different. There's two things that are different. Really. Yeah, there's two things that are different, but I mean, I don't know if it was the tank top or a new bra, but look, Carmella just got a boob job. Uh, <laughs> do you think she, like, what do you think was the reasoning behind it? Because I, I honestly don't see the reasoning. You would have to ask everyone who's done it previously. Like, is everyone just going the... Uh, what's the Collagen, boo jobs. Like, is everybody taking the Nikki Bella approach now? I mean... Do they think if you get a boo job, you're automatically going to win the women's title? I mean, it, you know what? It's not the 90s anymore. Like, we're... like These I days, thought we were past the days of people like Sable and Tori Wilson and... But you know what? Candace here, Michelle. Here it, is, here it is for me, because... Um, you look at the way Triple H does his women's division. And you look at the way Vince used to do his women's division. It feels like she's trying to follow Vince's women's and division. And you know what? At least to me. When Vince has the final say, he will shoo away people for the dumbest reasons. If he thought you were ugly, guess what? You weren't getting over. If he thought you weren't attractive enough, guess what? You weren't getting over. Which is why there's so many people... If he couldn't get your style because maybe you look too much like a dude, you weren't getting over. Which is why if you wrestled like a guy, there are so many people that should be over or should have been over, which is that didn't get over. Which has resulted in a lot of plastic surgery because if Vince doesn't see you as money, you're not getting over. Look Uh, at Ruby Riot. Mm hmm. I mean Tamina. Which which is which is ridiculous. I think Tamina should have been a world champion and she should have been a multiple time world champion by now. She should at least be on the Tigers level by now, at least. And she's more entertaining than the Tigers. Yeah. I like seeing so her, I like that, seeing her in the ring more than I like like seeing Natalia. At so this the point fact that Natalia I would is, I would future endeavor Natalia and throw Tamina in there. Doesn't make sense. And I no other legacy is treated like that either. Yeah, true. Unless you're Curtis Axel. But Curtis Axel's <laughs> not a girl. It's not the same situation. But, yeah, considering all the other, like, legacies, like, in the women's division, it's kind of disrespectful. 
You, you know it's when you're sad. a certain kind of... I was going to say, you know it's sad for Tamina's legacy when her older brother has had more title reigns in the WWE than her. Mm, who's her older brother? Uh, Deuce from Deuce and Domino. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he, he's got, what, two tag titles on him? Yeah. You know it's sad when Deuce from Deuce and Domino has more title reigns than Tamina, yet Tamina's been there for over a decade. Over a decade, and it doesn't make sense for Natalia to be the most win winningest, you know, whatever. Charlotte's about to break her dad's record for championships, mm -hmm. and Tamina's got nothing to show for like a decade's worth of work, solid work. Yeah, like what do you have? She's you, been everyone's bodyguard. You, that's you, it. Yeah, you've basically just been. And and the one time they gave her one at being champion, she was the funniest chick on the internet. You couldn't wait for her to take that fucking belt. Yeah. And you believed that she was going to do it because you knew every time you opened Twitter so, or Instagram so many or people something. Were, so many people were pushing for that, which is ridiculous. Everybody and their mom wanted Tamina to be the champ. But, but no, we got you, Bailey the role model. If you and I love at, Bailey. You, I love Bailey more than the average person, but I still wanted Tamina to take mm -hmm. that title. If you look a certain way or if you, you know, whatever, Vince is not going to put you over. And because Vince is the bottom line... That's what it is. Triple H handles things very differently. I feel like this is Triple just... Triple H goes on if you can wrestle and if your character resonates with other people. Mm-hmm. But Vince doesn't exactly look at things that way. So... Like, well, like, I, I feel like the Sasha thing is... It's going to end bad. I feel like Carmella's going to take the title from Sasha, which I don't want. Yeah. I don't think a lot... I don't think a lot of people want that. But a, a lot of people Vince goes with, we don't go with. It like, doesn't make sense to us. Like, dude, you just gave the belt to Sasha. Sasha's had the belt a month? Mm. Maybe? Mm. If she loses this title, you're basically just killing Sasha's legacy even more. Yeah, you let her get over her curse, and then you have her drop it to somebody of lesser importance and skill. Yeah, like, she, okay. It's she's the equivalent she, to having she her got one, She got one title defense. And then it, it's still been about a month. It's been like it's still been around the same amount of time. Though. Uh, yeah, it's it's the average time. Like let it's, this girl hold a title for it. It's the equivalent to letting her lose to Lana. Yes, but I I feel like I feel like Sasha's losing this title just because they're the way they're pushing Carmella at this point. I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know. And you know what? What it, it 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 makes sense to me because if you look at Vince's eyes. Through Vince's eyes, um, her whole comeback vignette promo mm -hmm. gimmick, whatever, very nineties two thousand. Trish Stratus's, Stacy Keeblery, Terry Reynolds, Emelina, Melina E, very you know. No, not Melina, Emelina. Like when when Emma oh, came back Emily, as the Emelina, yes. yeah. It's. I feel like, like that. There, I feel like that's the same. It's very like that is the same thing. They've tried to run that return vignette three times on three different people, and it hasn't worked. And it, they finally got somebody that would actually accept coming back to. Th it. They got Emma at first, and then they tried to do it with Liv. That lasted about and what you know, three you seconds. Know what else, you know what else the problem is? Vince doesn't know how to do different gimmicks if you're white and blonde. Yeah, very true. He recycles the same gimmick. It's the same gimmick for every chick that's white and blonde. Stacy Keebler, Tori you Wilson, why don't you Kelly come back Kelly. As, why don't you come back as a sexy blonde? 
You mean like all the other women that are blonde here? You Tori mean? Wilson, Stacey Keebler. Mandy Rose. Oh, my God. Trish Stratton. We don't have any di- Stacy Keebler. Like everyone's. They tried. Everyone's, they tried to everyone bring. Everyone is white and blonde. Is the same gimmick. They tried to bring Liv back that way. Right. They tried to bring Liv back that way. Like it just. It just like come on, man. I don't get it. <sighs> Speaking of single pushes that we're starting to uh, like to see, we got Big E. Yeah. My only thing about this is I do not want to see him win the IC title. I want to see him win a world title. I think it's a small start. Baby steps, man. Baby steps. I'll tell you what I appreciate, though. Um, the Did you hear what Paul Heyman said, though? No, I, that I missed. So they're doing, uh, is it Talking Smack? Yeah, and Heyman's on Talking Smack. And, and Big E's coming on there, and he's doing his whole bolsters Big E thing. Um, and Paul was just looking at him, you know, staring intently. Mm-hmm. Big E finishes, and Paul goes... This is the Big E everyone has been waiting for. Yeah. The Big E that me and Roman have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And he said, the only way for you to be the Big E that everyone wants you to be, though, is to start looking at New Day as a footnote in your legacy. Yeah. Which sounds ridiculous. To be like New Day being technically, statistically... The greatest tag team in wrestling history. Yeah, which is true. To be told, you have to start looking at them as a footnote. But Paul, as he always does, makes things very believable because he leads with this. He was like, I offer you this example because you look like you don't believe me. I offer you this example. Roman Reigns has been running through everyone lately. Mm Mm-hmm. When is the last time Roman Reigns has came down to the ring and anyone has even bothered to mention the Shield? Yeah. And I sat back and I was like, great fucking point, Paul. I was going to say, you could, take it, you could take it even farther back than that. When Batista was doing his thing and Batista was on his run. Mm-hmm. When's the last time anybody mentioned Evolution? Mm-hmm. Like, you could go back you can go back and find any anybody from a faction like that, and and you can apply the same analogy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think big things are in store. I mean, I want to see a world title on him eventually, mm-hmm. but I think he needs to find Biggie and who Biggie is away from New Day first. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Paul had that talk with him. And I think it's going to change his character dynamic slightly because we don't want him to change. I don't want him to change into Biggie of old. Yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't talk, is quiet. I want him to be his outlandish self, but I want it to not look so new like day. you're in New Day still. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be like Kofi's run. Mm-hmm. Where... He was like Kofi, but he was like. I was gonna say, what if, what if he kind of takes a, like a Devon approach, like like you know how Devon was in three D, like he was still loud, he was still vocal. What if he did that just on his own, like it's still that's what I, I want. It's still that's loud like, like New Day, but it's mm-hmm. not as. I just it's want, not as giddy as New there's, Day. There's three things I want. I want less colors, less hip gyration. 
Yeah, and, for God's um, sake, stop the splits, my man. And I want half the jokes. Yeah, like, for God's sake, stop sitting in the corner doing the splits. Like, it was very funny when you were New Day. Mm-hmm. But that's tag team stuff. All right, now, now, we, now we only have one person that has the gyrating. Because, Leave because that to what Otis. Do you, because what do you expect people to do when you're standing in front of Roman Reigns now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, are you going to gyrate in front of him? Like, no one's going to take you seriously. So, no gyrating, less colors, half the jokes, and I could see him world title picture in about a year. Yeah. I, I, I can comfortably say a year. Give him a year and you can put a world title on him. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I got on the docket is yo, Roman Reigns. Like, we oh, okay. Wait, wait. Before that, before that, Bianca Belair is about to get a push. Isn't she already getting a push? Well, she's in the middle of it, but I'm okay. thinking like a world title push because Bailey is beating Bianca Belair by the skin of her teeth currently. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since I considered Vince putting over someone like Bianca Belair since Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And Bianca's probably a way more believable version of whatever they wanted Sasha Banks to be. Well, yeah, because I feel like Bianca is somebody you can't deny. Like, mm-hmm. you can try to. You can try to put her on the back burner all you want. Mm-hmm. She just has something about her that is different than everybody on the mm-hmm. roster. She, she, the athleticism, for one. I don't know anyone as athletic as her mm-hmm. that can jump like her. Like, maybe Charlotte. Charlotte is maybe. probably Charlotte's probably the next closest yep. thing. Bianca's willing to take the crazy bumps. Uh, main roster. The only I don't really know anybody. There's like a handful of people. There's like maybe two or three people willing to take crazy bumps mm-hmm. that she's willing to take. Uh, strength. I think she can match strength with anybody on that main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, nobody on the roster looks like her. The way she talks, nobody on the roster talks like her. Everything, and genuinely believes it. Yeah, like, like genuinely, everything about her is genuinely different than everybody else on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So I, you have no choice but to show showcase this talent because it's probably one of the best talents you have. Mm-hmm. And getting to uh, to double back to the whole um, um, private party thing—that's the difference that I mean. Mm-hmm. Like Bianca is loved because of just who she is, rather than it. Who she is being a gimmick. Yeah, like I, I like her with without the gimmick. The gimmick just makes me which, like her more. Which I think is why they don't put her with the street profits all that much. Mm-hmm. Because the street profits are who they are, but it's also kind of a gimmick. Yeah, like you know that's who they are in real life. Like you, like you know they joke around like that with each like, other, but you know that's not twenty four seven what they do. Exactly, private party doesn't have enough promos or anything to show you. Who they are? Yeah. So it's kind of all gimmick with them. Yeah, they they they're kind of like a street version of No Way Jose for me. Which is why Bianca Belair is is gen. She's just kind of genuinely herself. Like maybe it's a little turned up. Yeah, but that's but who she is. I still, I still feel like that's genuinely her. Right. Like you know, she she's actually that strong. She's actually that vocal. Mm-hmm. For God's sakes, the girl makes her own ring gear. Exactly. Like she, she's she, actually she's a she she's is. a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. She's who she is. She's probably making the Street Profits ring gear, too. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Deny I'm. It. I'm just saying when. Uh, when Montez Ford is your husband, I'm pretty sure you got a hand in making his gear. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like she's so genuinely believable mm-hmm. that it just it just makes sense, and I'm I'm really ready for her to get a world title. Absolutely. I hope they don't put her on the back burner. No, I I feel like they can't. I feel like it's impossible for them to. I wouldn't be surprised. Like honestly, hold on. I would like to see her win the women's rumble. I would like to see that too. Final two, her and Shayna. I would, mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. Even mm-hmm. if you got Shayna as the tag champ at the time of the Rumble, still have her and Shayna final two in the Rumble. Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. I feel like somehow, some way, they're gonna because for you know what, for a minute we thought Bianca was gonna be the one to beat Sasha. I mean, not Sasha, Shayna. Yeah, when she was the NXT Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I feel like that would be a good final two. Those two. Um, they'll probably have somebody who's an established women's competitor in there. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, whenever there's like battle royals or elimination style matches, mm-hmm. they always seem to try to put Liv Morgan in the finals, like like in the last remaining people. Mm-hmm. Like the women's rumble, she was one of the few people left. Um, the elimination chamber, she was the last one in there with who was it, Shayna. Was it Shayna? Yeah, yeah, she was the last one in there with Shayna. Um, when when they have like elimination battle royals or something on Raw or SmackDown, she's normally within like the last four or three people left. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that'll be that'll be the final four for a Rumble, and I could see Bianca winning. Yeah, yeah, I could see Bianca winning. Um, even though I kind of want Shayna to win, but at this point, I'm kind of like. I just want everyone to leave WWE, so I'm not even going to say He said, I just want everyone to leave WWE. Go to AEW. Go to, I just kind of wanted to tank. Because go I feel go like to I'm, Impact. Go to go to Japan. Go I just feel like no one I believe in is ever going to succeed there. Hey, I'm just saying, when it comes to me picking main event talent. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead, Rhea. Go ahead, Rhea. But, yeah, I'm ready for Bianca to win. I want it over the belt. Um, all right, so next up, I think I got Roman. Yeah, yeah. Back to Roman. He has been whooping Kevin Owens up, down, left, right, Mm -hmm. whatever the hell type direction you want to go. He has been taking Kevin Owens and knocking him each direction. Kevin is a specialist in taking ass whoopings. Yeah, he is. He is a specialist in literally getting buried. This Mm -hmm. man, this, this past week, he would not stay down. He had that Mick Foley syndrome. He just took a he just took a licking and kept on ticking. I mean, you talk about somebody that is just uh, really good at losing. I think that was the worst ass whooping I've seen in the COVID era. Because <laughs> literally, in the beginning of the show, he got beat up. Mm-hmm. Middle of the show, he sent Jay after him. Jay whooped his ass again. Then he put him through a table. I don't know how he stays happy. Yeah, how many people is <laughs> He went through more tables this week than Lana did in that two-month stretch. He took more tables than Lana. I didn't think anybody was going to break Lana's record when it came to tables. Sure enough, Kevin Owens went through like three tables, got buried by like 20 tables. I lost count. You know what? Because he's, he's had... Who, who are the people Kevin has had wars against? Not counting Sami Zayn. Uh, Seth, Shane... Shane was amazing. 
That was an ass whooping. Uh, him and Seth went at it for a little bit. Got his ass whooped every week leading up to that. Uh, him and Jericho had a little bit of a thing. Oh yeah. Um, Did Jericho whoop his ass? Jericho whooped his ass a little bit, and then Kevin won at Mania. Okay. Uh, I feel it's like, just been a fight. Like I feel like his, yeah, I feel like Kevin his, always takes ass whoopings. Are just fights. I feel man. like he always takes ass whoopings on the road to Mania. Yeah. <laughs> now right. that I think about it, once unless, we start getting close to Mania, unless he's fighting season. Sami Zayn, he's just getting his ass beat out there. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he always takes an ass whooping on the road to Mania. And he looks so strong in NXT. Yeah. Well, no, he. I mean, he whooped some ass on the main roster too, but you know, he's just yeah for them, for for that that first year. And now he's just mainly taking the ass whoopings. He was whooping John Cena's ass. He was doing real good that first year. Oh, him and him season. and uh, him and Ambrose used to whoop each other. Like mm-hmm. they used to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, he should leave. Yes, everyone should leave. Sorry, Vince. <laughs> hey, hold on. We can solve this problem right now. Just have Vince leave. Oh, if it were that easy. <laughs> if it were that easy. God, we got. I think we got like another. What what year is this? Twenty twenty. I think we got like another. I think we got about another twenty years of Vince. Oh my God! Do you think he lived that long? <laughs> he's like, oh my God, we don't need Vince in charge that long. Um. I don't think he's ever willingly gonna get it. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's willingly gonna leave ever. Um. He's gonna be in a wheelchair, gray hair, with a phone in his hand, just. Getting wheeled around all the events. Where's Mark Carano? Mark Carano left 15 years ago, Vince. Uh, so who do you think? Send out Kevin Owens. This Kevin Owens left 20 years ago. But <laughs> Kevin Owens left. Um, so who do you... Just pick the winner. He's going to reach his Who do you... Uh, that guy. I don't even know why I'm asking this question. Who wins in, at TLC between him and Kevin Owens? Jay Uso. Jay Uso <laughs> no, wins. No. Savio Vega. <laughs> Uh, Roman Reigns is, yeah, nah, is Roman. definitely beating Kevin Dome. Yeah, Kevin I, I feel like Roman's going to take this. This is not even, I don't even know why I asked the question because he's unstoppable at this point. And it's sad though because Kevin's a really good talker. Mm-hmm. He's been getting his ass beat every week, but his talking has been very up to par. Yeah. Very up to par. So. All right, so let's just go with the world title matches. You got Roman burying Kevin Owens. Burying. And you got AJ winning against McIntyre. Yes. All right, I got the same thing, too. That's pretty um, much I also have the Miz cashing in. You think Miz cashes in tonight? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. This is tonight. Damn. Um, At the time we're recording this, TLC is tonight. Okay, well, um, do you think Miz ca- you got Miz cashing in at TLC pretty much? I have AJ winning and Miz cashing in. And I feel like that's... The only way Miz can catch him. The the question I have though is I don't know if Miz wins. Let's say Miz wins, right? When he cashes in at TLC against AJ after AJ wins, mm-hmm. where does McIntyre go from here? To the Rumble. What does he do there? Does he win? No clue. It, but I feel like it's a great reset. Because if you put the title on Miz, Ooh. Miz has been proven. Miz has proven to be a solid champ. Ooh, I just got an idea. With a great lackey in John Morrison, so 
creative has the opportunity to look at the entire roster. Who do we have? Who do we have on the reserve? Who haven't we sent back out yet? Who's who can we really start the next year of wrestling off great with taking this title off of Miz? Now we have a chance to give the title to somebody we believe in and look at the whole roster for these three, four month period to be I, like, I was gonna say that's good, the guy. I was gonna say a good person a good person to throw in there with Miz. It's gotta be somebody who the fans like. Yes. It's gotta be somebody, you know. Who's actually good in the ring? Yes. Someone who can talk with Miz. Mm-hmm. Someone who just has that uh, that glory you can bask in, I would say. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know because he's recently been sent back to the performance center. Yeah, but I mean, you could just bask in his glory and have him win the title. Mm. I feel like they just don't know don't what know. to do with him at this point. But as far as they don't, as far as Mackinson, Vince is unimpressed now. I am unimpressed. Which is totally Vince's fault. I have been unimpressed with Vince for the last five years. <laughs> even maybe longer. For the last twenty twenty. for the Vince last needs seven to go years. To the performance Vince needs to go to OBW. <laughs> go to go to Mid South Wrestling. Um But as far as McIntyre goes, if that happens, what do we do with him from here? What about a tag team with Sheamus? Cause they're, I feel like they're either hinting at that or they're hinting at a feud. Oh shit, that's right. Damn it. I feel like that's what's happening. They're either hinting at that or they're hinting at a feud. Unless Sheamus calls him the belt. Ooh. All right. So if Sheamus costs him the belt, because so AJ wait, can win. So so okay. He already got okay. him the belt. Okay. Wait. All right. Because I'm coming up with it in my head now. What if? Because he already has to fight Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. And AJ to win the belt. What if he gets there? They have that spot where he takes out Miz, he takes out Morrison. It's him and AJ, top of the ladder. And um, Sheamus is come. Sheamus comes out mm-hmm. as AJ is about to start climbing the ladder. Mm-hmm. Drew's already halfway up. AJ's coming from the side of the ring. Sheamus comes oh. down to the ring. To potentially bro kick AJ. AJ Styles. Drew's looking down. And Sheamus knocks over the ladder. AJ wins the belt. Mm. Then you can go from Rumble to Mania. With that feud. With that feud. Like, you didn't deserve to be where I was. I went through all this crap. And you're the chosen one. I'm the one who. We started at the same I'm, time. I'm the I one who better. made you remember who you are. And now I'm gonna you make you remember as far as you are without me. I'm gonna make you remember who I am. Then AJ can hold the belt. Oh God, those those vignettes would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I made you remember who you are, and it shows him with the the sword and the kilt. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna make you remember who I am, and then you just go back to all the old vignettes of Sheamus. God, that feud would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Look at us building mm-hmm. building mania cards. We should be we should be creative, man. We should be creative. I like that better than. Um, a clean win but I think they could do that I think even after that you could still probably have Miz cash in and beat AJ yeah yeah I mean what Miz is as the money in the bank champion or money in the bank briefcase holder you can pretty much have him do whatever you want mm. that's basically I actually want to see him cash in and win that's basically your get out of jail free card 
but I think that's pretty much everything we got here. Uh, you got anything else you want to say, man? Um, did we skip over anything? Um, I don't believe we did. I think next we got week, Kenny fights Ray Phoenix. Oh, uh, okay. Who Mexico has been calling the great, the best Mexican wrestler they have at the moment. Yeah. Okay. I, I can I can agree there because and I mean they had Phoenix had some crazy matches with uh, my guy Pentagon Junior mm-hmm. with his brother. Well, so I'm actually kind of surprised it's not going to be Pentagon. I think against Fe- Kenny ha- hasn't Phoenix fought Mysterio at one point, um, or like they they were maybe t- in Mexico. They were a team or something. Maybe in Mexico. Wait, weren't they a team at all in? Was it them at all in? I think Maybe it was, them and uh, Bandito and Ray. I think that's what it was. Oh, well. We'd have to look back at it. But, yeah, Kenny's fighting Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not going to run through him like he did with Joey Janela this week. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. You got, um, Kenny, you got Kenny Omega out here trying to collect every title known to mankind. And I also, someone turned me on to the acclaim. Um... And they suck. So just to put that out there, the acclaim sucks. Oh man, I'm gonna have to. I'm get gonna have these, to look at the acclaim. These wanna be two thousand John Cena's motherfuckers. All right, so I, so all right, they listeners. carry around a boombox and they rap and it sucks. All right, so to the people in the pod world, I do not know what the acclaimed is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the acclaimed, and next week you guys are gonna get. My I'm reaction sorry, to no the acclaimed. Means. In fact, we're gonna make a note to that right now. I have to look at the acclaimed, and Dangerous is gonna give his thoughts on the acclaimed. That'll be a segment on the show next week. But that's all I got. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got too. Uh, you got anybody you want to shout out, man? Um, yes, I do. Um, so I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, and. I see this crazy ass bump where people are going through levels of of uh, glass panes, and it's enough to go through tables, right? Ooh. It's enough to go through panes of glass. Ooh. But this shit was on fire. Oh no. So levels of glass. On fire. No thing. They're going through now. So I just wanted to shout them out because I've never seen a spot so fucking crazy since old school ECW. So shout out to Bam Sullivan for taking that crazy ass bump. Damn. That shit is insane. Um, they're from No Peace Underground Wrestling. No Peace Underground Wrestling? Damn. Mm-hmm. I... That's them on Twitter. On Twitter, they're well, like, no peace. FL. If they're going through bumps like that, I do not, I do not want to be a part of that promotion. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would take that bump. I will take that bump. But once you say it's on fire, yeah, I don't, that yeah, bump, so that bump out, is not for shout me. Shout out to Bam Sullivan and shout out to Alex Ocean for putting them through that fucking glass plane for on fire. Y'all are two crazy motherfuckers, and uh, yeah, shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shout out some of our YouTube people, man, who show us nothing but love and support. Shout out Reckless Pops. Shout out D the Toy Hunter. 
If you guys haven't seen their channels, definitely go check them out because they're awesome. They collect a lot of stuff from Pops to wrestling figures. And we like to go back and forth with them when it comes to wrestling. So it's always a fun time with them. Definitely go check them out. Uh, I think that's everything, man. Uh, as always, y'all, thank you for listening. Stay blessed and stay, stay dangerous. dangerous.